I'd really started to get into health and wellness, really started to listen to podcasts. I'd become friends with people who are now my coworkers at Organifi and really started to put my brain into this world. And I was so aware of how fucked up I'd gotten, but I couldn't stop. This is The Medicine Podcast. I am Mimi, mushroom queen, AHCC educator, and culinary nutrition expert. I am quite obsessed with providing the unique knowledge for those that want to prevent disease in their body, in their mind, and in their relationships. If that's you, then you are in the exact right place, my love. Let's go take the medicine. Hello, hello, my disease-preventing lovers. Whether this is hitting your beautiful ear holes in the morning, in the afternoon, or evening, I want to say thank you for joining Chase and I under the red hat. If this is your first time listening to an episode with the both of us, let me get you up to speed. So Chase and I were childhood sweethearts together for 10 years, and then we married very young for three years, and then we actually separated and divorced never thinking that we would see each other again. That was part one. But God, love, the universe, and our souls brought us back together three years after divorcing. And we are now in this beautiful, as we call it, part two of this life adventure together. But during that three-year separation, we both got very sick, physically, mentally, and spiritually. That's what we're sharing with you all today, specifically discussing the hormone hells we both experienced. As you'll pick up on, this stuff isn't always easy or fun to talk about because these were some really dark times in both of our lives. We both went through a lot, everything from severe fatigue, hair loss, malnutrition, an unexplained rash, sexual dysfunction, and even losing consciousness. Our stories mirror each other almost perfectly down to the month. It's actually pretty wild. Chase and I are not hormone experts. However, this episode is more meant to provide hope and light to anyone going through some hormonal imbalances of their own. Chase and I have been there. We get it. So we share our stories with you, but then also we discuss how we overcame it all. Spoiler, it's not just powering through. If we can traverse that Grand Canyon and get our hormones in a healthy place, so can you. It's not easy, but it's worth it. And towards the end, we share our current top three best practices that support our hormone health today. I know this is going to land with so many of you, not only hearing more of our love story, but also as encouragement for your own health journey. Please share this episode with someone you love. And if you haven't yet, we would love to see um, a new review from you in Apple Podcasts. It helps more people just like you expand into a fuller, healthier life. I'll say it every day podcasts save lives. They absolutely saved ours. All right, let's step under the red hat and enjoy, boo. Good afternoon, my sweet, sweet love. Mm, good afternoon. I am staring at your beautiful face and my whole entire vibration, my whole frequency just transformed. Ooh, transformed into what? A magical 
unicorn <laughs> i don't know whatever whatever you whatever you want me to be i'll transform into whatever you want me to be so you're my own personal transformer mm-hmm. wow kinky yep. <laughs> very good <laughs> Um, you guys, we have an awesome episode for you today. Uh, we've alluded to a bit about our own health journeys, stories as it relates to um, the problems that we've had. Uh, we've both alluded to having some level of, not some level, a deep level of hormone dysregulation, dysfunction, kind of a rock bottom when it came to our hormones. And because hormones are so integral, they they matter so much in the body. There was a lot of other things that were that were basically kind of imbalanced in us because of those those hormone imbalances. So we just wanted to share with you guys a little bit um, more on our detailed stories from both of us, and then talk about now what we do to support our hormones now that we are in a really great place. Um, Do you want to add anything there? No, I think one, as always, like I'm not an expert in this topic. No, definitely Um, me either. But this topic and because of that, this topic is not going anywhere because it's so critically important that we're going to continue to bring on experts and look into the the data, the science, the research, the experiments um, that are going on in the hormone space because it's so important and interesting. So like what I hope this is, is um, a basic like why for you and me and for the people listening as to why hormones are going to continue to be a topic that's discussed. Um, But also if there's anything that sounds familiar anything that sounds uh, relatable for you as a listener in your life based on our own stories, like just know that you're not in it alone mm-hmm. and that we've been to hell and back. Um, what we thought was just going to hell and back and ended up being a hormone thing yeah, um, or, or so much a hormone thing that you're not in this alone and uh, like jump on the ride because we're not like in the clear at 30 years old. There's going to be more and more, Right. Um, things that we not only learn but have challenges in going forward so this is just like yo hormones this is the story this is the first couple chapters in our life um as they pertain to hormones and and uh come along for the journey it's definitely a journey i'm glad you said that word because health is not like some final destination that we ever really achieve it's this ongoing daily I don't want to say struggle because it can get to a point where you feel really good, but it's definitely a journey. It's a marathon. It's a daily interaction with your own body and tuning into what you're feeling and how your body and situation and environment is changing um, all of the time. 100%. I'm like the last 45 days have had a ton of stress in my life and it showed up hormonally for me. Mm -hmm. So much so that I had to quite literally bottom out everything that I was doing just to figure out, um, you know, how do I get back to normal here? Yeah. Which is great. Cause I never had those tools and those skill sets previously, right. but it's not that I have it figured out and I stay completely optimal all the time. The environment puts us all into states of hormonal imbalance, whether we like it or not. Right. And, uh, so that it is, it's a journey and it's a constant, um, map that you have to follow and, mm-hmm. and try to navigate through. And I like to think of, hormones working in the body kind of like 
playing together, right? I think hormones sometimes get a bad rap of like, oh, she's hormonal or oh, hormonal issues, whatever. I think they're they're kind of painted in this negative light. Even something like cortisol, which is a completely necessary Mm -hmm. hormone in the body, it gets painted as this kind of uh, bad guy, which obviously it can be negative. It can, can show up negatively in the body, but it is necessary. Every hormone that is natural and that we are born with is absolutely critical and necessary. And the way that they play together in the body is so fascinating. And just to echo what you said, I am definitely not any sort of hormone expert. I know a little bit here and there. It's similar to like my Spanish. Like I can get by, I can understand people a little bit, but no way am I going to be having a fluent conversation in depth with someone who speaks fluent Spanish. (laughs) So it's like, I don't want people to, to misconstrue what we're trying to do with this episode. I really, really hope people don't slide into my DMs or your DMs and like, okay, here's my hormone panel. Tell me what's up. Right. Like that's not that's not the goal here. It's to to share our personal hormone stories so that you um, don't feel alone. Totally, yeah. and we'll have great resources for you. Yes, um, amazing people in our network, as well as some of the cool supplements and practices that we try on ourselves and. Uh, We'll tell you how they go, but it's hilarious. Like hormone, the word hormone, you know, over the head of a, of a female is often like talking about periods. Girl got a period. Gal got a period. (laughs) Um, Or if it's for guys, it's like, dude, guys got a boner problem. Yeah. You know, you better get a pill for that. Better get a pill for that, which a little sympathy to both parties, right? Like periods and boners are beautiful things. (laughs) And they're so critically important and they need to be functioning. Um, so let's give some love to periods and boners. And <laughs> That's going to be the intro clip <laughs> right there or the title. And let's jump. Actually, before we jump into this thing. Yes. You know what I'm about to ask. I do. Girl, what is in your cup today? It's pretty simple um, because it's the afternoon I have already had three cups of King Coffee, <laughs> so uh, I'm actually switching it up, and I have some a little mixture of Organifi Red Juice and Organifi Immunity. So I have been loving this mixture. You and I, we both know that we love like mixing and concocting these, mm. these different cocktails with um, with Organifi, and we're we've basically tried every mixture that you can mm-hmm. try, but. I just, I, I think this is actually my favorite mixture, this, this blend, red and immunity. So the red, for you guys who haven't tried it, um, it's more of like a berry flavor. It's got acai, it's got strawberries, raspberries, blueberries, and it also has cordyceps, medicinal mushrooms, which is amazing. Uh, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, the immunity uh, has more mushroom beta-glucans in it, and it has more of an orange flavor. So it has natural vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and some orange citrus. So that all blended together is like a tropical party in my mouth it really is it really does taste like um like if you went to hawaii and you ordered like a strawberry sunrise or something like that yeah it reminds me of like you go to like cheesecake factory back a million years ago when that was when i did that um (laughs) they have like all these like very elaborate concoctions and you can get like raspberry 
like smoothies or juices or whatever. And, but this is amazing because actually adding health to your life and I love it because it is low sugar. There's less than a gram of sugar, I think in both of those. So you're getting all that goodness and basically no sugar, no added natural or no added unnatural processed sugar, which is a staple of Organifi. I love that they do that. I've wondered because we, we take this little mixture to the beach or uh, to the Hotel Del Coronado here in Coronado. Mm-hmm. And we'll bring it in um, one of our big water bottles. You know, we'll shake it up, got ice, and then we pour it into like a, a glass or we'll like take sips of it. And, you know, most people do that with liquor, yeah. like <laughs> with with alcohol that they're bringing to the beach because they're kind of sneaking in. They don't want to pay, you know, super expensive yeah. uh, cocktails at the bar or whatever, or it might be illegal to drink in public. So they got it snuck in a water bottle. Right. We have superfood mixtures. Yes. Thank you. Organifi. Yeah. Much love. <laughs> yes. And if you guys uh, want to check out any of the Organifi products, you can go to OrganifiShop.com or check out the show notes and use the code MimiFit, M-I-M-I-F-I-T. Uh, when you check out to get 15% off with that, tell me, my love, what's in your cup? What is in my cup? Well, I've had a couple cups today. Uh, what is in my cup currently is a little Organifi Pure, which is, as always, uh, critical to an afternoon pickup, an afternoon cognitive uh, beneficial cocktail that I like to make. Sometimes I put a little salt in it. Sometimes I put a little cinnamon in it. Today, it's just straight up. So it's pretty simple. But I have been doing this thing lately, and it's been in a cup, if you will, where I am putting some berries, some very fresh berries. Mm. I, don't, I don't have a name for this thing yet. It's like cereal on steroids. <laughs> um, but I'm really fired up about it the last couple of weeks, and it's making me feel great. Um I'm taking fresh berries, strawberries, blueberries, mm-hmm. raspberries. You know this. You see, oh, me. Yeah. You see me do oh, this. Oh, yeah. I see you. <laughs> and I drop those things in a bowl or a cup, and we froth up a little Organifi Gold with a little milk and uh, make it ice cold, drop it in the bowl with some healthy low-sugar cereal. This stuff is pretty good. It's called Catalina Crunch, and it's the best like healthy cereal that I've come across in all my efforts and i've scrubbed the globe for healthy cereal y'all if you don't know we are recovering cereal addicts so when we found this catalina crunch as like a special treat um oh dear god it is so good so i mix you know about a serving size of this catalina crunch cereal which is like a healthy golden gram as well as cinnamon toast crunch and kind of like a chocolate mixture so i get little little handful of each drop it in there with my berries with my ice cold frothy golden milk mm. as well as some cacao nibs mm. a little bee pollen and last but not least a little himalayan salt on top wow so i've been really excited about this mixture it is it is like the cereal of the gods i swear and um that has been not only in my cup but in my body and um <laughs> this I've, is how we talk dirty to each other <laughs> I've, I've been enjoying it so i wanted to make sure you know you know how important that is to me but that the people listening also are salivating yes if you guys want to get hooked up with some catalina crunch just slide into one of our dms we'll drop you the link for sure all right you want to jump into some hormones let's do it all right you want me to go first or you want to go first get into it 
Ooh, all right. So I was trying to think back, you know, as I was thinking about recording this episode, when really, when really did my hormonal issues start? And I can't remember anything happening in a negative way that I remember before I started birth control. So in, uh, let's see, about summer, spring, summer time frame of 2016, I got an IUD placed. It was like the Laletta or something. It was like the smaller version of Mirena. It was supposed to last three years. Yep. Um, and I had that placed. Everything like went quote unquote fine. And I was told that by the, by the nurse or the doctor that this was a better option for women than the pill because with an IUD, it stays localized, meaning the hormones that um, are in your body stay localized to the uterus. And that sounded pretty good to me. Uh, But now, as I learn more about the body and everything, I know that something in the body, if it's in the body, it's not localized, right? It, It can travel throughout. And I don't know if that's just a misconception with birth control education or what, but I really am like kind of angry that that was misconstrued. Um, and that, that was really when I, when I noticed things starting to go downhill mixed in that time, as you know, obviously, but for anyone who doesn't know our story, um, right around that time we separated and you moved to San Diego. I stayed in Seattle. Um, And that was a lot of excess stress on us both, obviously. And after that, in 2016, I feel like everything with my health uh, was really exponentially worse. That was really, really when I noticed, like, I really don't feel good. Now, it was over the span of, like, probably a year but it, it happens little by little. It's not just overnight these things happen to you. It's a little by little by little. And so at this time, I was living on my own. I was working as a dental hygienist, very busy. Um, I was definitely not eating enough for how much I was moving and exercising my body. Had a super active job. I was walking to and from work. I would get up before work around 4.30, get a workout in, come home from work after I had already walked to and from, and get another workout in. Extremely, extremely active and eating so, so clean that it wasn't enough for my body. Yeah, I mean, even when we were married, right, like if you looked at our pantry, there was like nothing but greens and very, very, very minimal meat. Yeah, there would be like nuts and maybe some uh, some snacks here and there fruit not even maybe cereal because we were cereal addicts but yeah there was no like real concept of health I think both of us were looking more at calories in calories out rather than nutrients nutrient density um ingredient lists all of that it was like it was like light food and calorically low food so even though we had no concept of macronutrients necessarily 
we would consider something like a smoothie better than a burger or chicken breast because of just the healthy marketing around the smoothie. Right. And it could be like, I'm not going to name any names, but some random brand cookie dough ice cream flavor of protein right. powder from Costco. Yeah. Like the most processed you could get. But it was, you know. But it was 150 calories. So that was definitely something that we both struggled with. And that, yeah, that was there when we were, when we were married and then it followed me. Um, So the first real symptom that I noticed was right around like February, March of uh, 2017, which is right when our divorce was final. I noticed that like half my body had a random unexplained rash. And after about a month of me trying different like coconut oil, natural balms, like trying to fix it externally, like with like things I'm rubbing on my body after about a month of that, I was like, okay, WTF. So I went to just a regular doctor, like a clinic that was close by and they gave me an antifungal, didn't work, didn't touch it. I couldn't figure out like, what is this? And I had that rash for about six months. It was super embarrassing. It was, I don't know exactly what the root cause was. I just know that it was my body starting to scream at me and tell me that it didn't like intermittent fasting till 1 p.m. and not having anything in my body for, you know, a year straight. I did this intermittent fasting because I thought it was healthy. I thought I heard on a podcast that intermittent fasting was good to do. So I just did it. And I am of the personality, I know you are too, when we get dialed into something and we see results like, you know, maybe more toned or leaner or whatever that external validation, whatever that's coming to us as, if we see that, we're like, okay, well, I guess I'm doing this. I guess I'm doing this forever now. Mm -hmm. And we get locked in and that can be a real strength for us, but it can also be a real weakness and problem. Mm And that was me at this time. So I was doing so many things, so many stressors on my body. And I wasn't taking care of myself in the way that I should. I wasn't listening to my body when it started to scream at me via this rash. I don't remember exactly how I got it to go away, but eventually it did fade. I think I changed up a few things in my diet, like took some things out, whatever, Uh, But at this time, that symptom just traded for another. So Mm. I had explosive acne. This is coming from a girl that I had never had like maybe two zits in high school. Seriously, not a zit (laughs) from my entire time with you, knowing you from age 15 on. Hello. We're going to talk about everybody's favorite topic acne. It's actually become one of the things that I really enjoy talking about, believe it or not, because I've found products that actually work. Uh, After two years of battling cystic acne when my hormones were in the tank, then another year on top of that to figure out how to get rid of my scars, I finally feel really, really good about the products that I'm using now. Something that I think that people don't realize about the journey of healing acne is that it's not only a physical journey, it's actually a mental battle too. 
I remember the days where I would just stare at my skin in the mirror and cry, feeling like I was doing all of the right things. And still every day, a new blemish or a new scar would show up. Uh, fast forward to now, I get compliments on my skin looking beautiful all the time. And trust me, I never thought I would hear that again. Okay, so what am I using? Great question. I use the anti-acne and anti-aging skincare line called Clear Stem Skincare. Their main goal is to provide us with products that actually work and have zero hormone disruptors. Okay, here's a spoiler. Some of the most expensive skincare lines still have hormone disruptors. They still have ingredients that could be perpetuating your acne problem. The ingredient list is really, really, really important. And that's Clearstem's like commandment number one, making sure that all of their products have only anti-inflammatory, brightening, antioxidant, and healing ingredients. Personally, I use the daily exfoliating vitamin scrub every morning in the shower. Then when I get out, I use the Clarity Serum. And you want to wait at least 15 minutes after this serum because it's balancing the pH of your face, which is really important for healing. Then after those 15 minutes, I follow up with their signature Cell Renew Serum, which is made for repairing damaged skin like acne scars or hyperpigmentation. Plus, the Cell Renew has reishi mushroom extract in it. So obviously I'm obsessed. If you want to get your hands on this gold, just go to clearstemskincare.com and use the code MIMIFIT at checkout. That's clearstemskincare.com, then M-I-M-I-F-I-T for a hefty discount. I know you and your face are going to absolutely love this stuff. Cheers, boo. Yeah. I was the annoying girl that like didn't wash her face at night and still never got acne or zits or anything. Like I was that girl. So at 27 or 26 years old to now all of a sudden have a new breakout basically every day in weird places, hmm. I was like, what is going on? So that sucked. But I was still getting external feedback. Oh my God, girl, you look so good. You're so you're so lean. You're so this. You're so that. Oh, I finally like feel comfortable and confident in a bikini. Um, and external validation is a bitch. Mm -hmm. It really is. It can really be a disservice to someone that is trying to get healthy. Yeah. You receive that external validation, and I know you're going to talk about this too with your story. You receive that external like praise and they don't know what's going on inside of you. They don't know that you're in like turmoil, basically, that you can barely stand up at 1 p.m., that you are forgetting what words mean, that you wake up with a new blemish every single day and you have to cake on makeup. They don't know those things. Or, All or they even see that you're like torturing yourself mentally not to have food that looks appetizing yeah. because you've been told, wow, you're so healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I had this like weird notion in my head that I, once I saw my body super lean, I decided that I had to have that year round and I wouldn't go back to having extra quote fluff on my body. Uh, so I was trying to do everything I could to keep that, stay in that really, you know, lean state, which for a woman 
um, and for a man, but especially for a woman, my body was hating it. Um, So finally, (laughs) I had a breaking point where I decided I I have to do something about this. I have to do all of these symptoms were popping up. I couldn't digest food. I would eat a salad and my stomach would be rock hard. Like I was pregnant. Um, I would regurgitate my food because I had zero stomach acid. Um, So I finally had this moment. I can't remember if I've shared this or not before, but I was in the shower washing my hair and literally a golf ball sized chunk of hair came out in my hand and I lost it. I like Mm. crumpled on the floor of the shower and I had this thought of like, I feel like I'm so healthy. I should be so healthy. And mind you, I'm a health coach on the side, like a part-time health coach helping people lose weight. I can help someone lose 10 pounds, but I don't know why my hair's, why my hair's not staying in my head. Mm -hmm. So it's like, this level of also embarrassment where you don't feel like you have anyone to talk to or like I'm the healthy girl at work. I'm the girl that says no to cupcakes and cake and candy and cookies. I'm the girl that, you know, does all these like quote healthy things. And I feel like shit and I look like shit. My skin is screaming at me. So that was a moment that I will never forget. That was a moment when I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta talk to someone. I gotta talk to a doctor. By this point I had listened to enough podcasts and self-development books, audiobooks, things like that, where I knew I couldn't go to a regular just medical doctor. One, they didn't help me with my rash at all. And two, I knew that they weren't going to get to the root cause of my problems. So I found a natural, uh, a, na- a natural path in my neighborhood, super close. She was wonderful. And it felt so good to finally have someone to talk to about these things, about what was going on uh, with my body. And she was able to order some tests for me. She got a full hormone panel, full blood panel. And I also shared with her what I was doing day to day. So I would literally write out in a notebook in my phone, okay, this is what I had for breakfast. This is you know, literally down to like mm-hmm. coffee with creamer. This is the water that I drink. This is the workout that I did. Literally laying out my day detail by detail so she could see what I was doing to myself. And after about two weeks of that, I had another appointment with her and <laughs> I will never forget her Her first piece of advice to me was, girl, you just need, you need to eat more sandwiches. <laughs> and I or was more like... More Sammy's, baby, let's go. I, I was like, first of all, um, excuse me, gluten, excuse me, grains. Like I do not eat grains. Are you kidding me? And I also thought she was crazy. I was like, I'm paying you to tell me to eat sandwiches. I look back now and she was right. I was doing so many things like perfectly. Right. And it was too much stress for my body. I wasn't eating enough for how much activity I was having. So it's simple. She completely simplified it down, but she was right. Now, that's not the root of my problems. I didn't have a sandwich deficiency, but she could see that I had some level of dysmorphia, disordered, like kind of orthorexic tendencies. And she was trying to say, like in a nice way, like, you don't need to be so perfect. Mm -hmm. And um, so I look back now and that was really wise. But the other thing was she saw that I had basically zero estrogen. And this is when I really became like interested in hormones not only did I have zero estrogen, 
basically less than uh, a man in his like 60s. And not only that, but also all of my um, thyroid, my whole thyroid panel was just shot. So I, two of the, you know, really important hormones in the body, especially for women, thyroid hormone and estrogen were completely tanked. And then I had excess testosterone. So I knew that I I had to do something there. And I remember her asking me, well, do you, are you, do you want children? Do you ever want to have kids? And I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I, yes. And she was like, okay, we're definitely going to need to get this figured out then. Because at that time I, I couldn't have had kids if I, if I wanted them because I had zero, zero estrogen. Um, so then I got on some hormone or, uh, thyroid medication. Um, and I did research on what I needed. I, I read books. I listened to audiobooks, I listened to podcasts. I found natural thyroid experts. I read their books. Like I wanted to become an expert in this and I didn't want to leave it up to my doctor to figure it out for me. I wanted to be an active participant. Every appointment that we had together, I had new ideas. I was bringing forth like, hey, I actually think that I need a combination of T3 and T4 because... I know that you usually prescribe this, but it sounds like with my symptoms and my body and this and that, you know, I was coming forth with ideas. I wasn't just relying on her to get to the bottom. Mm -hmm. And I think that really served me because I was an active participant and I was trying to be my own biggest health advocate, which is so important for people who are trying to get to the bottom of health issues. Um, And so... I started to see little changes, especially in my energy, energy levels. If you have a tanked thyroid, anyone who has dealt with thyroid issues knows that if you're, if your thyroid is subpar, it feels like you're dead. (laughs) It feels like you're a living dead person. I would be sitting there at 1 PM and not even able to talk to my dental hygiene patients. Like literally like I could fall asleep right now. So I did start to feel a little better with the the medication that I got. Um, but really, my estrogen didn't really budge. It, it was kind of tricky. Um, then once I dug in a little bit more and saw, you know, up until this point, I was trying new things and bringing more things in. And okay, I'll eat breakfast now. I was bringing more things in, but I I wasn't necessarily like removing stressors. And I think that's really important for people having any sort of hormonal imbalance, whatever, is to look at the stressors, the amount of stressors in your life and start peeling them away. So your body knows that it's safe to create more of these hormones. Yeah, and it's hard because the little things you bring in sometimes actually pay off in the short term. Like they're effective right away just because you're so desperate that that little attribute that you're putting on for to your protocols that is actually in addition to that kind of stress environment in the short term is effective because your body's just so desperate. Right. It's like if you're on the standard sad American diet, if you make any changes, whether you become paleo or vegan or carnivore or whatever, just doing anything will help. Right. So that was kind of where I was at. And, but I hadn't made that mental shift yet, like in my mind of how I needed to treat my body differently. 
And really the biggest and the first and most significant um, change I made mentally was when I decided to take six weeks off of lifting, lifting weights, doing high intensity, anything. I still walked a lot. I still walked to work and back, um, walked around the neighborhood, walked the beach, and I did yoga. And that was my form of activity. But I had to get to the point where I was like, okay, I surrender. (laughs) I realized that I might gain a little weight, but I want my life back. I, I want to just feel okay. And you get to this desperation point where you'll just do anything. And that was the first mental shift that I had was taking six weeks off. And that may not sound like a lot to someone who's like, I take six, you know, like that might be normal for some people, but for you and I, that is, that is a form of torture. Mm -hmm. Um, When you, when you've gotten to that state, you're working out eight days a week, two times a day, like to take it completely off lifting and anything high intensity is like, whoa, that's a big step. So that was my first Uh, really shift. And that was spring of 2018. And that was really, really when I started to feel not only see my health change, but started to feel on the inside, my approach to health start changing. And obviously, I'm not going to go into, you know, between 2018 and now everything that I've done, because that would be like another two hours. But I did want to touch on just in summary from that time in 2018 to today, what are the biggest things, what are the most significant things that I've done that have really helped my hormones in getting me to a place that I feel good today? Um, That was, I already spoke about becoming my own biggest health advocate. This is like, you have to, this is a must. Um, If there was a thyroid issue, I wanted to become a thyroid expert. If I found out that I had low stomach acid, I wanted to research how to build up stomach acid naturally. Um, I, I had to become, I had to take ownership. That's step, that was step one, uh, got off birth control. I think that birth control can sometimes, not sometimes, it always masks, can mask hormonal issues in the body and that is its job is to alter your natural hormones so that your body thinks that you're already pregnant. So you don't get pregnant. So you really can't get to the bottom of your hormonal issues. If you've got that regular flow of birth control in your body. Uh, Another thing was I started taking AHCC and more medicinal mushrooms. This wasn't a quick fix by any means, but what it did for my body was provide more balance and it helps support the overall function of how the body should uh, should behave, basically. Quit drinking alcohol. That was a big one. Uh, not that I was a huge drinker, but when, when you're trying to heal anything in the body, it's, it's not ever helpful to drink. And I wanted to stack the deck in my favor and give my body every advantage to heal. And I removed unhealthy relationships. So I was living at home at this time with my parents and I was spending 
every Friday and Saturday night uh, by myself at home with my cats, drinking tea and working on my business, building my business or hanging out with my best girlfriend, Christina, at her house and just having girl time. Like I started to treat myself better rather than like going out and whatever, drinking and staying out late. I, I removed those relationships and events from my life. But the best thing, the best thing I ever did for myself and my hormones was getting back with you. Hey, yo. Because if anyone has ever read or listened to John Gray, he is the author of Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. There is clinical evidence to show that when a woman is in a healthy relationship, when she is treasured, estrogen flourishes. Estrogen goes, it, it has a better chance to really um, be balanced and support the body because it is this hormone, you know, made obviously for women and we, we have a, um, a greater supply of estrogen that is, that is, um, affected by our relationships. And I think that this is something that's not talked about enough, how your relationships can affect your hormonal and long-term health. And not only just raising estrogen, but feeling safe. You literally make me feel safer in life. That is paramount. Anytime you're trying to heal the body, the body has to feel safe to heal. Yeah. If it's in fight or flight mode all the time, it's not going to be working on healing your gut. It's going to be working on fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And having you back in my life for this last year and a half, I've never felt better. I've never felt more balanced. And I know it's not an accident. It's all working together. And that is the biggest thing that I ever did for my health. Mm, I love that. I completely agree like my boner worked the first time I saw you (laughs) you know it's like that that connection is so real and same for the same for the masculine or same for uh the male perspective having that connection where you feel enough where you feel um alpha is so hormonally you can feel it in your own body oh yeah so hormonally where you're supposed to be Mm -hmm. that um yeah having you back in my life as that perfect puzzle piece that perfect balance um was a complete reestablishment of where my body chemistry should be yeah yeah i i just i feel it i feel that i'm more balanced being back with you And I know our stories have a lot of parallels. Like we didn't know at the time we weren't talking, but getting back together or even just talking as friends in the beginning, we were sharing some details about our stories and Mm -hmm. be like, whoa, me, me too. Me too. Like this is, it got to the point where it was like creepy (laughs) almost because it, because I similarly went through like extremes. Yeah. Not just like, oh yeah, I had a, I had a bout with that. It was like, no, it was. It was shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Full shut down. Well, let's hear about it. Yeah. I mean, going back for me, I think about when my hormones probably were negatively impacted. It could go back to our marriage and probably pretty early on. You know, it may not manifest 
to the point that it did early on because um, you're young and you have a lot of other things going on. And like when you're in your early 20s, you just kind of beast through a lot of things, whether that be unhealthy diets, relationships, um, you know, not sleeping. You don't get hangovers as much. It's just like there's something about being young where you can just kind of crush through all the uh, environmental things that are going against you. Mm-hmm. Um, but in all honesty, I probably started, you know, leaking, uh, my own hormonal homeostasis, uh, at a young age because I got right into a very, very high stress job that was traveling nonstop. So mm-hmm. every Monday and every single Friday I was on an airplane for three years Yeah. without, without, you know, it was probably 75% of the time, every Monday and Friday. I was up and down in the air, staying in uh, airports all week, drinking almost every night. That was my occupation. Um, Add to that, you know, age probably 24, 25, we have a major shift in the way that we consume food in our marriage. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we've talked about it in the past, but it came from a a whole host of self-love issues between both you and I and our marriage uh, together that pushed it pushed us into okay we're going to eat healthy and work out a lot we had no idea what that meant we had no idea how that should be done we literally didn't use any counsel or guidance right healthy (laughs) is in like the boldest of quotation marks yeah so we're going to exercise all the time and then we're going to eat like rabbits Mm -hmm. that was the definition and that happened for probably a year and a half's worth of our marriage um Marriage year three is when we split up and got divorced. I, by that time, I had built a pattern of some level of cardio exercise seven days a week. That was probably anywhere from 30 to 30 minutes to an hour, as well as resistance training, um, like bench press, squats, pull-ups for at least an hour a day. So seven days a week. I am torching my body. Mm-hmm. the food that I'm putting in it is what you mentioned. We had rabbit food. It was carrots and celery and lettuce and salads. And if it wasn't that, it was a, it was a shake. It was a smoothie with garbage protein supplements, maybe some spinach um, and, and not a whole lot else. I had sworn off cheese and I'd sw- sworn off pretty much all bread. I'd actually gotten to the point that my, my, what I know now was my gut was so fucked up that it wouldn't even handle cheese or grains that I was like, damn it, dude, I am gluten-free and I'm lactose intolerant because of the fact that between the excessive cardio and the lack of just proper nutrition, my gut was completely stripped, just completely wrecked. Um, so I was literally having not much else besides lean lean meat. I would, I would look at a steak and like look at the fat on it and be like, that's not good for me. Yeah. So I'd have lean meat, um, smoothies and salads. Probably I'm talking in the hundreds of caloric deficit on a daily basis, like hundreds of calories in a deficit consistently to the point that I would actually binge eat on occasion. You know, I'd hit the vape pen or I'd get a little bit drunk and all, all inhibitions are gone. And I would just slam food because my body yeah. was just like screaming at me to eat. Um, so there was kind of like a binge mentality too, um, if I was not sober. 
So yeah, that was we def- could easily binge like four bowls of cereal. Yep, and that was definitely a practice. Like we 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 would have that. We almost liked getting uh, drunk or yeah. like hitting the vape pen just to give us the permission yeah. to binge eat. Also, it was a point of connection for us. Yeah, yeah. So I we split up. I cruised down to San Diego, scrawny AF, like 140 pounds, 145 pounds. And like, I'm wicked lean. Don't get me wrong. Wicked lean. And it appears, it doesn't appear healthy. Like, let's be honest. Where Megan's might have appeared like healthier, there was a good four to four to five month phase where I looked malnourished and because I was. And so I got down to San Diego, actually realized that I'm not, there's this, there's this weird freedom when you kind of let go of relationships. And even though it was absolute heartache and pain, you know, one of the things that came to me was I'm accountable to nobody and nobody is giving me rules. So I, for the first time ever, started eating whatever the fuck I wanted to. <laughs> because for whatever reason, I told myself this story that in the marriage and in the rules that we had established, we couldn't eat beyond this specific protocol. So I get down to San Diego and I'm, I start eating for the first time, like legitimately. Um, it's not healthy. Um, I am eating, you know, my hitting my macros, proper carbs, proper protein, bunch of greens. Um, but my body is just desperate for calories. So I'm going out and having a great time. I'm smoking some weed. I'm, I'm drinking some alcohol and I will late night crush, you know, a box of cereal pour a bunch of protein powder on it. And then I go work it off. You know, I'm working out even more than what I was doing when we were married. And here's the thing about external feedback is it is such a slippery slope. It paid off for me. I, my body was so desperate for calories and I was exercising like a mofo that I put 25 pounds of muscle on instantly and had very minimal body fat. Like I would, I joke, but I was able to like pinch like a cashew in between my abs because I was so shredded and I was swimming and I'm outside all the time, but I'm just dumping calories onto my body. And uh, at the time in a, in a short window that it, it paid off. Well, I, I keep going down that path and that road. It's like 45 minutes of cardio a day, uh, lifting for an hour, maybe swimming some days for another hour. I'm crushing calories, all healthy, quote unquote healthy, you know, tons of meat, potatoes, veggies, teriyaki sauce on everything. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, occasionally having these like binge sessions of, uh, like cereals and, and, you know, granola and things like that. So I'm just doing a number on my body. I'm also, uh, you know, months into this, probably four or five months into this, I'm, I'm getting really, uh, depleted energetically. Mm. And because I'm, yeah, no shit. because I'm, I'm eating so much, I, I have this and and that it's showing up you know in my body physique that i got to keep doing it yeah and so i'm like well i'm gonna look into uppers you know i'm gonna look into pre-workout i've never done this before okay pre-workout is magic pre-workout will make you feel like you can sprint up a wall yeah um so i layer that in well i'm already drinking 40 ounces of coffee a day so you layer in pre-workout and uh, eventually that's diminishing returns yeah hello If you've ever checked out the plethora of amazing organic superfood blends on the Organifi website and wondered, geez, where do I even start? 
Organifi has so many divine products, it can seem kind of overwhelming. I'm also very picky about which supplements and products I trade my dollars for, and I'm sure you are the same way. So I'm going to share a savings secret with you straight from the guide I created called How a Pro Uses Organifi. But first, when it comes to flavors, in my opinion, the best combination to start with is the Sunrise to Sunset Bundle. With this, you get the flagship green juice, the red juice packed with cordyceps mushrooms, and my favorite of all, the gold packed with reishi and turkey tail mushrooms. With this bundle, you reduce the cost per serving down to $1.98. Then, when you use my code MIMIFIT on top of it for another 15% off, it comes out to about $1.68 per serving. That is legit. And with the insane amount of organic, non-GMO, certified glyphosate-free medicinal mushrooms and superfoods that Organifi provides, that $1.68 price is pretty unbelievable. So you could make a gold mushroom coffee elixir for way less than walking into the standard coffee shop, or mix up a red or green juice for about 10 times less than you'd find at any organic juice bar. When it comes to supplements and superfoods, I'd much rather pay now with my dollars than pay later with my health. And Organifi makes that so easy for us. So again, to get this killer $1.68 per serving price, go to OrganifiShop.com and click on the bundles section. The sunrise to sunset will be waiting for you right at the top. And then remember to use the code MIMIFIT, M-I-M-I-F-I-T, which gets you another 15% off, my loves. Getting incredible medicinal mushrooms and superfoods doesn't have to be complicated and it doesn't have to be expensive. I got you. You know, long story short, short I'm continuing down this road of, and my work has not changed. I am, I'm working God awful hours, late nights, lots of caffeine, lots of pre-workout, but I'm still working out through all of it, sleeping minimally. Um, I get to the point where this is like early 2018. Uh, yeah, early 2018. I'd really started to get into health and wellness, really started to listen to podcasts. I'd become friends with people who are now my coworkers at Organifi. Um, and really started to put my brain into this world. And I was so aware of how fucked up I'd gotten that, but I couldn't stop. So I'm learning everything. I'm listening to all the podcasts. My friends who are part of this health and wellness movement who I've gotten to know and love are my circle, but I'm almost like hiding behind the fact that I can't stop exercising and I can't stop hitting the uppers, um, and the downers. Cause I would, I would take sleeping aids to, to mm. fall asleep because I was so ramped up. Yeah. Um, but I still was jacked. And so for me, it was like, well, I still look good and um, this is exhausting, but I'm going to keep going. Well, I roll into my kind of my final stint with this job that was pretty demanding. And um, I also try on fasting for the first time, like intermittent fasting with a ketogenic diet approach and um, pays off short term again it's like a change in programming i'm shredded like crazy ripped i'm losing some muscle but i'm crazy ripped 
Well, the last little bit of this was about three or four weeks of really, really, really intense work where I was sleeping like two or three hours a night, very late nights. Work for your job. For my job. I'm still doing this fitness protocol and this diet. And I drop, no joke, 20 pounds in 20, 25 pounds in less than a month. Wow. I am a buck 30 and um, just looking awful. Are you like confused at this point? I'm confused and I know something's up. I know the answer, right? And it's to stop, but I, ca- I can't. Right. Um, my breaking point was that I was sitting in my, uh, or walking around in my condo just one evening and I actually blacked out. Just there was nothing. I wasn't drunk. I, w- I didn't take anything. Mm. I was just so chronically fatigued. Your body just like stopped. That I just stopped. Um, wow. The other thing that was weird was I was not getting a boner. And um, I'd never had that problem bef- before. And so that was combined with pe- like literally passing out. My, my bones ached. My actual mm. skeleton, I could feel it was hurting me. And I could not keep an erection. Uh, so I was like, I gotta get the fuck into the doctor and see what's going on. I was quite sure that I had adrenal fatigue, mostly because I'd confided in a couple people and been like, this is what's going on. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that I knew that I was like in denial is that even with those people that I was telling about my routines and protocols, I would still dumb it down a little bit. What do you mean? Instead of being like, uh, yeah, I ran six miles and then I went swimming for an hour. I'd be like, you know, I, I, I do cardio. I did cardio for 30, 45 minutes most days. But what instead of being like, I did cardio for like two hours. Mm. And so the people, uh, my friends. So you're like, like being honest, but you're being like 90% honest. Yeah. You're not telling them all the details of like how bad it really yeah. is. And at this point, I'd actually kicked a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, kind of binge stuff, you know, eating a ton of cereal and. Uh, and, and so to that point I was probably calorically deficit, you know, even, even further. Um, but my friends at Organifi were like, this sounds like adrenal fatigue. It really does. And, um, so I got into, I was in the middle of a job transition. So I was moving over to Organifi, which I'd been sort of contract working out, working with for some time, but moving over to full employment. And, um, I go into the doctor, just a traditional doctor, because what I needed was blood tests Mm -hmm. and you have to get like a physical and do that whole bit before you get your your blood done um and i walk in whatever get my first physical in my adult life and um i'm telling this woman who i'm so tired like i'm so fatigued i i kid you not like a month ago was jacked and about 25 pounds larger than this and she was looking at me like huh like you look fine you're ripped you look totally fine. Um, she basically like, I, I mentioned that I'm curious about this thing called adrenal fatigue and she laughed at me and she goes, there is no such thing as adrenal fatigue. We don't even know what your adrenals are. And, um, kind of shuffled me along. and was like, whatever, I'll, I'll, you know, you can go get your blood taken and get your blood done. I'll, I'll have it come in and I'll take a look at it. Uh, so I get my, my blood work done. Um, a week or so later, I get a frantic phone call from this doctor who I remember where I was, I was walking right by the water and she is calling me, asking me questions, hanging up saying, I'll get back to you. Comes back to me with more questions, hanging up, getting back to me. She's asking me different questions. Like, and I don't quite remember them, but like asking me to check spots around my eyes, um, asking me to like, you know, feel my, my 
balls and like <laughs> parts around my prostate for like sensitivity. Mm. And um, she was checking for various like cancer mm. and something that was potentially pressing on the glands that would like produce my male hormones. And I will never forget because it's just so emasculating. <laughs> she just, she said to me, I just don't understand why your testes aren't working. Oh God. And it's just like, what the fuck? Um, my testosterone was like non-existent on this, on this blood work. And so it scared the living hell out of me. And that was my breaking point. Um, so with that, I didn't trust this woman. She was really rude to me. Um, so that was my breaking point. I stopped everything that I was doing. Mm. Um, and similarly didn't work out for probably a month. Um, one of my friends at Organifi, her husband was a trainer who was very like, had a, had a big emphasis on lifestyle. Mm. And so after this three or four week kind of hiatus from exercise, I started my um, fitness and diet and nutrition program with him. And I am still doing it to this day. Wow. Still, I, got, I did it today. I met him today. It's so crazy how how many parallels there are in our time apart. You know, we spent three years apart and shortly after separating, we tanked both of us. Um, You're going through the story and you're explaining your thoughts and everything. And I, I know exactly how you feel. Yeah. And it was so bizarre when we started, we, we told these stories to each other for the first time. And it was like, I, you are my twin flame. <laughs> I, you know, I kind of breezed through a, a lot of it to get to the point of like my breaking point. And I took that three or four weeks off and it was hard because I lost my six pack for the first time. Um, and I was skinny, but it was like gooey. And, um, my body was just so desperate to change yeah. then it was very inflamed you know my yeah. face was really inflamed and um, but it was so perfect for me because i just kind of blew it all up um, i started working with a trainer both for diet and exercise uh, this wasn't like prescribed to me by like a doctor or anything i just was like i knew it in my soul that yeah. this had to happen and even though a lot of it was stuff that i already knew it wasn't education as much as it was um regulation and it was him telling me not to work out. Yeah. It was him telling me it was okay to eat XYZ protocol uh, to the point that he would actually text me and be like, hey, just making sure you're not working out. Like, hey, you worked out this morning. Yeah. Just making sure you're not trying to go into the gym and get, right. get another workout in today. Yeah. Um, I would journal my food, talk about how I felt to the point that like we would do like dairy weeks and we would do bread weeks and just documenting how it feels in your body mm-hmm. to the point that I actually broke through like cheese and actually have had some huge takeaways with the fact that I can eat certain cheeses and, and love yeah. them. Absolutely yeah. love them. Um, I got, I got unafraid of carbohydrates and still love, I, you know, I'm still very carb conscious, but berries and complex carbs like potatoes and rice, like we're back into my life for the first yeah. time in years. And you, you're starting to feel better. Right. You're starting to feel good. And it's like it's so counterintuitive when you allow yourself, when you allow yourself these things after years of not allowing yourself fruit or berries or banana or rice. What happens is, unfortunately, and I know there will be people that will be able to relate to this. 
You do these practices for uh, any amount of time and they work, quote unquote, for you. You get some measure of external feedback or positive benefits, right? And it becomes part of your identity for some people to where I would tell myself and probably said it out loud, which I'm embarrassed about now, but like, oh no, I don't eat that or I don't do that or I'm not someone who misses a workout. I'm not someone who travels and doesn't find the closest gym and, you know, like that's not me. So you link it with your identity, which I think is quite dangerous because it prevents you from really tapping into who you actually are Mm -hmm. and allowing yourself to listen to your body because you get to this point where it's like, well, if that's not who I am, who am I? And you have to face some shit in your life. Oh man. Thanks for sharing that story. Yeah, totally. It, uh, it's, it's crazy, but like, I'm obviously grateful for those learning opportunities. Yeah, me too. Um, it's given both of us insight into like how to listen to our body now. I am. That is seriously a skill. It is such a skill and it's not one that's absolutely cemented in me. I have to continue to work on it and give myself praise and sometimes speak to you about it. Like, Oh, my, my calves are really sore or this, or I just don't feel good. Or I just started my period. And you, you tap into what your body's telling you and you give it that thing that it's mm-hmm. asking for rather than beating it into submission to look a certain way in your bathing suit or whatever. Yeah. And it, it takes some work sometimes, but um, I'm very grateful that you know, you get it and uh, we can be each other's like support system in that and so for anyone listening where any of this on either side of ours if it hit if it resonated understand that something that can be so beneficial is just finding someone that you can talk to that you can literally get these thoughts out to yeah and that you want sometimes when you say them out loud it you realize how crazy they sound Right. When it's just in your head, there's no one critiquing it. There's no one like possibly, you know, judging it or whatever. It's just you. And you're like, well, this is normal to me. Sometimes just having a trusted person that, you know, is not going to judge you that has your best interest in mind, like your trainer. um, He had your best interest in mind. And there's a good chance that he or others have gone through something really similar. Yeah. Really similar. Yeah, I think that's huge. And I think it's something that's downplayed in health and wellness and fitness is is having someone, you know, a really healthy relationship that you can go to and confide in. And, um, I know for me, it, it's, it's been paramount. Um, so, and I, I think that you would, would agree for you. I did want to kind of talk about, give, give some takeaways for people listening, um, whether they are working on their hormones or their, you know, chronic health issues, or they feel good. They've gotten to a place where they do feel good and their hormones are balanced. I wanted to share some things for us that are um, active in our regular life that help support us now and support our hormonal health. Um, maybe we can just alternate if yeah. you want. So these are my like top three things that really support me now, now that I do have my hormones in a a healthy place. 
The first one is, well, it's kind of two, but they're mixed together. HCC and reishi. HCC helps regulate uh, stress hormones in the body, like cortisol. So it's not an overnight thing, but because I've been taking it for the last three years, my body adapts better to stress. Um, and then reishi is known for being one of the medicinal mushrooms to help regulate hormones in the body. So those are two medicinal mushrooms that I get every single day without fail. And I think it's really served me long term in keeping things more balanced for sure. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, those are both critical parts of my life as well. That mm-hmm. definitely serves a, a male hormone yeah. protocol as well. Um, for me, it either needs to be in your routine and it, or on a kind of a as needed basis, but definitely in your routine for something probably every quarter of the year, but more if needed is what I'm trying to say. And what that is, is an absolute break and pause from everything that could potentially either cause stress or mask Mm -hmm. stress. Yeah. And so that's even as simple as coffee. And so what I'm speaking to specifically is like supplements. There are certain supplements, diets, and practices that can provide like stimulants or false uh, boosts that aren't necessarily from your own body's creation of that energy or in some cases hormones testosterone boosters and testosterone aids are fantastic supplements but they need to be moderated there needs to be regulated and so you need to cycle those things so my advice number one and one of the things that i do i do it monthly where i take a week off from all supplements Mm -hmm. what i do probably about quarterly now is not just supplements but no coffee or very limited caffeine as well very limited cannabis because if i don't know where i'm at without everything added to my life i'm not going to have any clue on where i need to be going so that is like number one for me and that's what i did by taking my full month break after um, my adrenal fatigue but I consistently do that so that I get a checkpoint as to where I really am sitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that you do that. It's so beneficial. Also, when you snap out of it and tar- start taking those testosterone helpers again, that boner is on it's point. Fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh. <laughs> and the muscles. Like, you get jacked. Like, you, you, you get way ripped if you moderate this stuff. Yeah. Just like anything else. I mean, anything that starts to have diminishing returns if you cycle it and take it remove it and then bring it back in it makes you more sensitive all around and if you haven't if you guys haven't heard us talk about this on a couple other podcasts I know we have mentioned it but Chase and I we we coordinate this cycle so when I am on my menstrual cycle he is cycling off of testosterone just naturally it allows us natural testosterone boosters to clarify. I'm not taking exogenous testosterone. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, did I say it wrong? Well, I just, I think it's like commonly associated when you say taking testosterone. Oh, that sorry. That it comes in like a shot. I'm taking like yeah. herbs from the earth. Yes. I, it's to me, I know exactly what you're taking. You're taking like yeah. pine pollen and she legit and stuff, but anything that could help naturally boost testosterone, you're, you're off of that the mm-hmm. week that I'm on my cycle. And then you guys, if you guys 
if your partner is not tracking your cycle with you, I would really, really highly consider talking about it so that you guys both know where you're at in the month and having that support from your man. You know, if you're a woman listening, having that support from your man, just him knowing where you're at is so amazing. It's so beneficial. It doesn't feel like a burden. It feels like something that like we're in this together, you know, and I just, I'm so grateful to you that you're even interested and wanting to be in that with me. Um, the second one for me was uh, removing horm- hormone disruptors from my life. So this was personal care products, skincare, makeup, cleaning supplies, perfumes, things like that. If y'all don't know, there are thousands and thousands of chemicals, toxins, whatever that are in everyday products that we use, that we think are good, that we think that we need on us. And when you start really digging into it, there are a lot of things that can cause hormonal disruptions, imbalances in the body. And if you try and tackle it all together at once, it can be kind of overwhelming because there are so many things. But just keep in mind, if it is something that you're trying to work on and you haven't addressed your personal care products, makeup, skincare, perfumes, etc., I would definitely start that process. And you can just do it little bits at a time. So say for me, like when I ran out of foundation that I was just getting at Sephora that whatever celebrity was promoting... Um, I was like, okay, let me look into what's maybe cleaner. And then I, I discovered beauty counter and then I started getting that. Okay. My blush run out. Well, instead of me getting the drugstore one for $4, like, let me see what else is out there. Okay. I'm out of Windex. Let me see what other cleaning supply is natural. And you can just take it bit by bit. You don't have to do a complete overhaul at once, but in the long run, your body will thank you. Number two for you. That's great. Um, number two and mine are kind of like in sequence. So one would be to find your uninterfered, just balance point. Once you do, uh, a next step would be for men from, from that male hormone perspective, lift something heavy Mm. and lift something heavy, not all the time, but frequently enough that you're telling your body to grow and that you're strong. It doesn't have to be heavy, like on paper, like my bench press and squat is X, Y, Z compared to that, this guy. It just has to feel that way for your body because you're signaling to your brain, grow motherfucker, yeah. grow. <laughs> and so growth hormone and testosterone are then, uh, whether or not they're functioning like effectively immediately over time, your brain is going to really start to put that to work. Mm-hmm. And that's an underrated piece about hormones for men is it's immediately supplements or it's this idea where, quote, unquote, I need to get healthy. So people start with like cardio to yeah. lose weight. But actually, one of the better things that you can do is you get that that testosterone and, and growth hormone signaled to produce because those will go to work for you. They will cut the weight off you yeah. more effectively than out crushing hills or sprints on a track. And while boosting your natural production of these oh-so-important hormones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next one for me is I choose to work with a very experienced integrative health practitioner. Y'all know her. She's no stranger to the medicine, Emily Morrow. She is much love, Emily. <laughs> she is of the medicine. 
such a gem. And not only is she one of my very, very good friends, but she knows her shit. I know that if I have any problem, I know that if I wanted to get my hormones tested and something was off, she is my advocate. Not only myself, I'm my biggest advocate, but she's right there with me. Like I'm able to bounce ideas off of her and get her professional insight to what my body needs and I'm able to bring, hey, you know what? I've been feeling this lately. I feel like my body's asking for this or this is what my routine is. You have this like dance with a practitioner who trusts you, who listens to you, who believes you. That is so important. So I would say if you haven't found that person yet, that is truly invaluable when you are trying to get to the bottom of your health issues and then moving forward trying to stay healthy because it can sometimes feel like a full-time job it can feel overwhelming and if you just have that one person that you can call man it's so nice totally Yeah. yeah um my last one and again in order find your balance you know find that point of where you are and get your status update start lifting some heavy things and then lastly So many people, if you just typed in testosterone support for men or men's hormone help, like one of the first things that's going to come up is taking exogenous hormone injections, either HGH, human growth hormone, or testosterone. Avoid those at all costs because once that happens, um, your body will actually forget how to do it innately, Mm -hmm. naturally. Rather, get fun get curious about what the earth has to offer as support. Mm -hmm. You can't go pick out of the ground testosterone, um, but you can find these things of the earth like herbs and, and certain practices like light therapy that can promote the production within your own body um, that can support the production within your own body. That can be everything from like ashwagandha, which lowers cortisol giving opportunity for testosterone or growth hormone to exist Mm -hmm. uh, because the two can't happen uh, together. Similarly, you can look at something like pine pollen, which is literally pine pollen and has this long history in Eastern medicine for promoting the growth of muscles um, and uh, the increase, the increasing, 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 increased, (laughs) increased testosterone ability. Please do. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff and, and yeah. red light therapy. We've had Scott from juve light on yep. and putting red light on your balls, like actually increases your testosterone. So there's some really fun, goofy, but cool ways of doing this and giving you that support to two practices that you've already pri- taken a priority on mm-hmm. that are, that are actually really transformative. So I yeah. encourage you to get fun, get goofy and Take a look at what the earth has to offer. Mm, I love it. I love your mind. And I'm so glad you're mine. Me too. What for you, my love, was or is your medicine today? My medicine today, because I haven't done it yet, is I'm going to get my ass in the sauna. Mm. It's been a little while since I've saunaed. Yeah. I could use a good detoxification, get those sweat glands sweat glands open yeah (laughs) and uh get in there have a little meditation i got a lot of things on my mind i've been asking my subconscious 
to solve quite a few problems for me lately. So I'm going to go in there not thinking about these problems necessarily, but with the intention for my subconscious mind to go to work without me consciously getting involved at all. I love it. My hands will be out of the cookie jar <laughs> and let the cookie jar that is my subconscious deal with these challenges and these problems and these opportunities yes. for breakthroughs. I love then, the reframe. And then if it so desires, can just give me a little knock on the door and say, yo, I got it. What about this? What about this? So that's my medicine, getting in the sauna. It's got so many benefits. Uh, I'll follow it up with a cold shower. And uh, yeah, that is my medicine. What about you? My beautiful, blue-eyed, crystalled, bejeweled love. What do you got going on for your medicine today? Um, my medicine already happened, and we're going to get a little PG-13 here, but... Nipples only. <laughs> Isn't that PG-13? It's like nipples only. I, I don't know. I don't know the, I don't know the requirements I think you, of I each. think PG-13, you're allowed like one to five seconds of a nipple showing, but that's it. Got it. Okay. my medicine uh happened this morning um i think you remember our soul merge Mm -hmm. that's what i like to call aka sex but um not to get graphic or anything but that really is medicine for me connection uh between our souls and then the possibility of what we get to create with that energy together is beautiful and if this is the first time you're listening to us um, this is the stuff that we talk about. We get weird. We talk about sex magic and we, um, we don't leave anything, uh, as a secret. So we're very transparent, but I, um, I love our, our connection and soul merging mm. and I'm here for it. That was my medicine. I love that. All right, you guys. Um, I'm so glad that you joined us today on this episode of the medicine and I hope you got a lot of value. Please, if anything resonated with you, hit us up on Instagram. I am at get me fit. Chase is at the chase one and we are here for you again, not doctors, not experts, but we've been through hormone hell and back and we have somehow traversed this huge grand Canyon and gotten to a place where we both feel really good most days. So we would love to hear from you and and what really stuck with you from our stories or our um, sharings today. And please, if you have not yet, we would love you to scroll down and just leave a quick review for us. It brightens our day and it helps us reach more people. It helps more people hear this disease prevention for body, mind, and relationships. And that is what we are all about. This is how this good information spreads is by people sharing on their story and leaving reviews and letting people they know and love that there is more information out there if you just know where to look. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time on The Medicine and uh, go have a beautiful, wonderful, light-filled day. Okay, bye. If you loved this episode and you want more from Chase and I, you gotta check out our Patreon page. This is basically like a VIP room for our listeners. If you go to patreon.com slash the medicine, remember there's no E on the end, and you become one of our patrons, you'll get to experience things like raw, unfiltered podcast episodes that no one else hears, videos from Chase and I under the red hat, and you can even have input on guests, topics, and future products we put out. We are super stoked to connect with you inside and have you 
as a part of the medicine. Check it out at patreon.com slash the medicine and also linked in the show notes. Cheers and love.